Faith, Hope and Love, episode 125, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. This weekend our Lord warns his disciples that there are tough, stormy times ahead, not only for him, but for all who follow after him. But in the midst of this he offers hope. Don't be fooled, the end has not come. Keep witnessing to the truth of my message. I will be with you. I will be faithful to you, even if following me causes hardship. This is an invitation to think and pray carefully about what we're putting our energies into. What are we building? What are we putting all our hopes and dreams and energy into? Because there may be a time when exactly that which is the object of all our time, effort and energy will be knocked down whether it be by natural disaster, illness, or the ill will of others, and so many other possibilities. So Jesus implores us to put our energies and priorities into his kingdom and its values that can never be torn down. The reason that the early Christians endured so much persecution, so many horrors, and yet kept faithful, was that they knew Jesus. They had met him, they had walked with him, they had eaten with him or they had met those who had. So they willingly would go through any hardship for their Lord. We will not be left standing unless we get to know our Lord deeply and personally and shine with his inner message and values. What are you building? This is Faith, Hope and Love. said, I think thoughts of peace and not of affliction. You will call upon me and I will answer you, and I will lead back your captives from every place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Welcome everyone as we gather together for this 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. The church year is coming swiftly to an end. And so as brothers and sisters let us call to mind our sins so as to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the Spirit of Truth. Christ have mercy. You are the Good Shepherd leading us to eternal life. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest. 
God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you. For it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy the author of all that is good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel, chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. At that time Michael, the great prince, the protector of your people, shall arise. There shall be a time of anguish, such as has never occurred since nations first came into existence. But at that time your people shall be delivered, every one who is found written in the book. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars for ever and ever. The Word of the Lord Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. I keep you, Lord, ever in my sight. Since you are at my right hand, I shall stand firm. And so my heart rejoices, my soul is glad. Even my body shall rest in safety. For you will not leave my soul among the dead, nor let your beloved know decay. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence. At your right hand, happiness for ever. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 10 verses 11 to 14 and 18. Every priest stands day after day at his service, offering again and again the same sacrifices that can never take away sins. 
But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, and since then has been waiting until his enemies would be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. Where there is forgiveness of sin and lawless deeds, there is no longer any offering for sin. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Be alert at all times, praying that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Chapter 13, verses 24 to 32. Jesus spoke to his disciples about the end which is to come. In those days, after the time of suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds, with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels, and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near, at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord In some ways, all this talk in the readings this weekend of end times and the last judgment and the day of the Lord and the like is really about saying all things come to an end except the things that last forever, the things of abiding and eternal value. Only that which lasts should be sought after. And the one thing that endures forever is love, for God is love, and all who live in love live in God. There are so many things that we can be tempted to put our trust and energy into, things that we value, and not all of them are of abiding value, which we can try and wrap up and spend so much time protecting or storing away but then when we go to check on it, it's gone. It's slipped through our hands. I can't help but thinking of an extraordinary modern-day true-life parable about tennis player Andre Agassi, who in a candid biography of his life revealed that through much of his great career, he was on drugs. Even when he was on top of his game, so it seemed, his insecurities and weaknesses were a prison for him. 
The most extraordinary example, too, was, and I didn't know whether to laugh or cry when I read this, the revelation that his famous hairstyle, known in Australia as a long mullet-style hair, that is, short at the sides but long at the back, was actually a hairpiece, and that he was balding, and he actually lost one of his important tennis championships because he was scared to overexert himself in case his energetic movements might have dislodged his hairpiece and caused him profound embarrassment and mockery on the court. How absolutely extraordinary! He was scared to put all his great skill and energy into his priority, into the goal of playing the best tennis possible and winning because of his fear relating to something that simply wouldn't last. In this case, his hair. To paraphrase a line of scripture, what does a person gain if he keeps his wig but loses the very championship? This really is a parable about the absolute necessity for good priorities and good values. Really, Andre is to be warmly congratulated for his humility in sharing this personally embarrassing lesson for all of us to share in his later wisdom. He lost the game because he valued something of secondary value, something passing. Much more importantly, as we think of the ultimate good and destination of all our lives, priorities and values, it's very relevant food for thought, isn't it? In this weekend's Gospel, Jesus is not merely warning about the impending end of the world, which 2,000 years later has still not come, despite countless predictions to the contrary, but rather asking us, his disciples, to make sure our values and actions are directed to the coming of Christ's kingdom into every aspect of our lives, here and now, and in the future in its fullness. That's why I love the following quote. This is from John Henry Newman. I observe then that though Christians throughout the centuries may have been mistaken in what they took to be signs of Christ's imminent return in glory, in the second coming, yet they were not wrong in their state of mind, and they were not mistaken in looking out for Christ and being ready to respond to Christ in their daily lives. As one scripture scholar points out, in the context of the whole chapter of this gospel passage, Jesus is speaking about the imminent destruction of the temple, which people had come to take as the be-all and end-all of religious experience and achievement. Jesus was saying, it's not the end. Even when the temple of God lies destroyed, his good news is not about turning his world into a safe, secure, exclusive and privileged object for people to get complacent about. His good news is about loving service. The good news is about paying the price for values that will last. It's about standing with those who are suffering. It is about realising that this is going to come at an enormous cost, not just for our Lord, but for all who follow his values and his path. The most reassuring thing about this weekend's gospel is the line by our Lord, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Jesus' words, Jesus' gospel, our Lord's values, 
our Lord's kingdom will never ever pass away. They are of eternal value. Let us cling with all our heart to this word. Let us nurture his word and values in our daily lives. It will never pass away. Let us build our lives and priorities on his gospel value, on his kingdom values, because these cannot be taken away and cannot be destroyed. We're investing in priorities that will last and not in values that will fade away. The Lord's word remains forever and that includes these wonderful words that we've heard throughout the scriptures. What good is it if you gain the whole world and lose your very soul? Or these words, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. Or the greatest among you must be the one who serves. There is more joy in heaven over one repentant sinner than over ninety-nine who did not need to repent. Neither do I condemn you. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be given you. The law was made for humanity and not humanity for the law. What I desire is mercy and not sacrifice. Is it against the law to do good or to do evil? I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put in more than all of the treasury. Unbind him, set him free. Anyone who is not against us is for us. Whatsoever you do to the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you do it to me. In praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. He who is forgiven little, loves little. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? And if you greet only your brother and sister, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus said to him, If you wish to be complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. These words and so many more of Christ's words will never pass away. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As we await the fullness of God's kingdom, we trust in the Lord, who will not abandon us.
for the church, that it may be vigilant and welcoming when Christ returns. Lord, hear us. For world leaders, that they may be unstinting in dedication for the good of their people. Lord, hear us. For scientists, astronomers and space explorers, that they may use their expertise with respect for creation and for the common good. Lord, hear us. For those in distress, that they may receive protection and healing. Lord, hear us. For the dead, especially in this month of the holy souls, that they may shine as bright as the stars for all eternity and receive peace from God in the eternal kingdom, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of human history, you guide the course of our world with your love. In your providence, give us all we need. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant, O Lord, we pray that what we offer in the sight of your majesty may obtain for us the grace of being devoted to you and gain us the prize of everlasting happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For when your children were scattered afar by sin, through the blood of your Son and the power of the Spirit, you gathered them again to yourself, that a people formed as one by the unity of the Trinity, made the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit, might to the praise of your manifold wisdom be manifest as the Church. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you and with joy we proclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. 
Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. To be near God is my happiness, to place my hope in God the Lord. Let us pray. We have partaken of the gifts of this sacred mystery, humbly imploring, O Lord, that what your Son commanded us to do in memory of him may bring us growth in charity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks again for joining us on this beautiful time of prayer, reflection and praise of our God. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal, Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass for St. Ralph Sherwin, Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring The Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.